0: don't should on me i hate when people tell me i should be doing this i should be doing that don't should on me people welcome to unscripted with kirby hossaman and bill petrie in this weekly podcast kirby and bill talk about the world of marketing branding and promotional products unscripted is available only at promocorner.com the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry now here's kirby and bill And welcome to a mid-December 2017 edition of Unscripted. I am your host, Bill Petrie, and with me, as always, is my good friend from Coshocton, Ohio, Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? <laughs>
1: I'm doing all right, man. It's uh, it's that time of year where there's compounded stress on business and family and all that stuff, but. You know what? I'm pretty pretty lucky, so I,
0: I'm doing well. How about you? Doing fantastic, getting ready for uh, the holidays. Well, Hanukkah's already started, and, and Christmas is right around the corner, so kind of getting geared up for that. It's a little chilly here in Nashville, Tennessee, and that wow. kind of gets you in the holiday spirit. But you know what really gets me in the holiday spirit, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be Common Q. and I'm yeah. so glad you asked me. <laughs> you know, a lot of times we talk about Common Q and how it helps distributors. I'd like to change it up this week, Kirby, and talk okay. a little bit how— the engagement looks, uh, the engagement tools to look for the supplier, okay. and the collaborate feature, which I know you use at CommonSKU. Yep, um, the collaborate feature that puts suppliers right alongside you as a distributor, so you can really they can really be true partners with you. Yeah. you know. And as we are about a month away from PPA Expo, I start thinking about you know suppliers. You know, a lot of distributors think suppliers are made of money. <laughs> that they can afford all these trade shows, they can afford all these steak dinners and the catalogs and paid search and all the travel for their salespeople, you know, their margins are pretty thin when you yeah. really look at it. And so that's one of the great things about that Commaskew Collaborate features. it really allows that partnership to transpire online at a, at a much more cost-effective rate
1: yeah well and again i think it's one of those things where so many times as a distributor you're sort of in a a tunnel it feels like you're on an island by yourself and so by using that collaborate Feature, You get help from all over the country from different suppliers that can give you uh, some cool ideas. So it's really good.
0: Yeah, it really is. So uh, suppliers, distributors, if you'd really like to take a look at what CommonSkew has to offer you, go to com slash unscripted. They have a free trial there. There's a video there that explains exactly what everything is. And, and really, it's, it's a great use of your time. You won't be sorry you did, especially as we enter the the last few weeks of the year when we're all kind of dribbling out the clock getting ready for a very uh, exciting 2018 so go ahead and go to commskew.com backslash unscripted give them a try Yes, sir. Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at, let's say, a titanium level today? That would be amazing. That's a good goal to shoot for. It is a good goal. Kirby, why don't you go ahead, since you have the courage to do this podcast with me, I'd like you also to have the courage to do the first topic, please. Okay.
1: Well, my guess is it's a topic that uh, you were going to bring up anyway, because one of the things that we always try to do is is talk about things that are timely, uh, not only in the marketing world, but obviously in the promo world. And... The way it worked out last week is there was a, I don't know if you heard about it, but Mm -hmm. there was a fairly sizable uh, acquisition in the promotional products world. Kirby, you don't say. I know, right? And and we weren't able to, uh, just the way the timing worked out, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. And so um, the Alpha Broder Prime merger uh, that happened last week, I was just curious to get your take on it, because honestly, we really haven't talked about it.
0: Well, uh, no, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. We recorded this podcast about two hours before uh, the uh, the <laughs> yeah. acquisition was announced, so we missed it by that much. <laughs> I had heard some rumblings, as I am sure other people had in the industry, that there was a large acquisition uh, going to be taking place, and on the supplier side. And I had heard some speculation. Um, I didn't know it was actually going to be this one, yeah. but I, I think for, I think it's a great. Win for certainly Prime and and Alpha Broder. You know, I know Norm Pollinger a little bit, I know Jeff Letter a little bit. Both of them are tremendous leaders in their own right in terms of the culture they've created at their respective companies. So, from a culture perspective, which is really one of the big things you have to look at, I mean, certainly the the product lines complement each other—you know, wearables and hard goods. I mean, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. But from a culture standpoint, which I'm sure both Norm and Jeff really took a long hard look at, I do think there's some synergies there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I do kind of get that concerned, but I wonder how this is going to affect the industry overall as there are, you know, it seems like it's reflecting the United States a little bit. It seems like there's the haves mm. and the have nots. And it's almost like the middle class is being erased. Mm. And so I do worry about that a little bit, but you know, you can't worry about things you can't control. And right. I can't control the fact that alpha Broder and prime wanted to join together and offer a wide variety of products to distributors. So I, I, to me, it makes sense. Just logically, it makes sense. Obviously, I don't know the financial part of it at all. Mm-hmm. But logically, it makes sense. It gives Prime access to a, a complete apparel line that they didn't have. It gives Alpha Broder access to a complete hard goods line that they didn't have. So it makes total sense to, to me. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think the one thing that people don't necessarily think about is how this impacts both national, the national association and PPAI mm. and how it impacts the regional associations, because now you are losing a member, a sub- okay. a, a member. It's going to affect membership dues, hmm. right? As, as there's more consolidation. So it's not something we think about, but I guarantee you the executive directors at the regional level think about it. And I guarantee you Paul Bellantone thinks about it. So mm. my take is it, it's good for the industry, because they're both still here, and I think there's going to be a lot of synergies, and hopefully some, uh, you know, uh, cost efficiencies that will be passed on to distributors. But it's one of those things I can't control, so I don't yeah. worry about whether it's good or bad. It yeah. just is. No, I think that's
1: good. Um, you know, I think the thing that struck me—I think I had the same thoughts. You're, oh my gosh, um, immediately right? Like, wow, right? To kind of. Uh, huge, uh, players in our industry kind of coming together. That's, but once I got past that, here was, here was, sort of my take on it. I thought it was interesting. I think they did a really good job of taking to social media and telling the story in a positive way. Right. Um, and what I, not just press releases and stuff like that, but like, for example, the thing that comes to my mind is I kept seeing like our buddy, Brett Schaefer, uh, in a, a cool jacket from alpha Broder wearing it with the new logo. So in other words, um, allowing the ambassadors of the organization to get out there and tell people that they're excited about it. And by the way, using promotional products to do it. Um, Right. And I I actually thought that they did a better job than most, uh, mergers. It's like so many times with the mergers and acquisitions, we're so concerned about keeping it a secret that we actually don't
0: do a great job of rolling it out to our constituency. And I think they did a pretty good job. I think they did a A great job. I mean, they even took to Facebook Live and both Norm and Jeff Mm -hmm. were interviewed for a good, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes in in answering some questions that I think people had on top of their mind. So I I agree with you, they did a great job with that. And and who knows how it'll all shake out. I assume they'll have two separate booths in Vegas and and I, I don't know how long they'll operate as two separate entities. And maybe they might for a very long time, so who really knows? So it'll be very interesting to watch, and I don't think this is the last big acquisition <laughs> yeah. we've heard of before the end of the year, by the way. I really don't.
1: Really? Okay. That's an interesting uh, uh, pseudo prediction. A teaser. It yeah, was a teaser. Right. <laughs> I love it. All right, what else, man? And
0: that and that was actually one of my topics, so yeah, right? there you go. So You're... let me go to topic number uh, the one, 47. Okay. Okay, perfect. Pantone has released. It's you know, you know how much of a whipping this is for me. Okay. Pantone has released their color of the year for 2018 after a, I'm sure, very hard target search, many meetings, many possibilities. They have finally settled on their color of the year for 2018. Kirby, do you know what that color is? <laughs>
1: I'm, th- I'm probably not going to play well into the podcast world. I literally couldn't give
0: one shit about what color the pantone is I, I couldn't either it just bo- it boggles my mind that people do but i'm gonna tell you kirby <laughs> okay please so do. they have unveiled ultraviolet 18-3838 that is the pantone color of the year for 2018 Woo! yay pantone no one gives a shit <laughs> i literally couldn't care less the only people that are happy are the people who run prince's estate I don't think anybody <laughs> I, cares about this. I don't know the Pantone's call of the Year in 2017. Do you know what that is? I'm sure it impacted your sales greatly.
1: I, I again, when I say I don't give one shit, I
0: not one. Well, Kirby, it was Pantone 150343, which of course we all know. I don't even have to say it is greenery. Yeah. And then in 2016, I'm sure you remember this because it was highly controversial at the time. Okay. They blended two shades. Okay. Okay, they had Pantone 153919 Serenity yeah. and Pantone 131520 which was Rose Quartz. You know, they do they've done this for like 19 or 20 years and they look at trend analysis by color experts and they travel the world looking for new color influences in the entertainment industry and films and art collections and f- fashion and yeah. What I don't care. Does the so you already answered my question which was does this impact in any way shape or form the way you go to market with your promotional marketing products to your clients? And the answer is uh, negative. That would be a no
1: but so as you say it out loud, I do think it's interesting. It's a um, a little bit it occurs to me that they have managed to make this a thing. Is impressive. And part of that is the fact that they do it every year, whether people like you and me say that they don't care or not. Um, and, and obviously somebody cares. And so it's it's interesting to me that they've managed to make the announcement of a color right. <laughs> a, a, a thing. And so good for them.
0: Well, but is it a thing? You didn't even know it was out there, and I had to go dig in pretty deep for this, well, not going to lie. Yeah,
1: that's fine, but it, it, you know, the people at Pantone probably don't know about delivering marketing joy either. And so I doubt that very
0: seriously, <laughs> and I know that they are the biggest fans of Unscripted, so, hey, apologies <laughs> to all the folks at Pantone. Have a happy holiday. Kirby, you got another topic for us? I do. So I've got a,
1: a little bit of a pet peeve in the industry right now. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, right? Um, and I, I wanted your take on it. So uh, you see it all the time, certainly on, you know, our, the Facebook uh, product, promotional professionals group, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but, but honestly, I can't even throw that group under the bus because you see, you hear I can. and see it on, th- on this topic. You oh. hear and see it everywhere is my, my, my pet peeve is stop, please telling other people companies, other uh, people in the industry how to run their business. Um, It's amazing to me how many distributors, and I'm a distributor, tell suppliers, well, you just need to do this, and you just need to do this. It's a different business model. It's Mm -hmm. manufacturing versus distribution. And then, P.S., the same goes for you, suppliers. Stop telling me you know, supplier reps who are out with, you know, essentially spending someone else's money telling distributors how they need to do this and they need to do this. When the distributor's doing it on their own dime, both of you just shut up, like yeah. until you actually have walked a mile on their moccasins until you have actually done what they're doing, stop standing from a mountaintop and screaming that you, you know how to do it better because quite
0: frankly, you don't. But it's so easy on social media to give my opinion and where I have maybe one tenth of the information I really need to formulate an opinion, Kirby. Why would you stop me from doing that? You know, it it is so funny. And by the way, I'm sure,
1: by the way, that I have done that at some point. And so to a degree, I'm probably looking in the mirror. I need to stop telling suppliers, you know, how they need to do business. And not again, I think sometimes as a customer, you can say, well, hey, I would like for the customer service to be a different level. I think that's different. But telling a supplier rep, by the way, who I just yelled at, how they need to do this or that, when I don't understand the life that they live, when they're doing hundreds of thousands of miles in their car, they're living in a hotel room, that's a different lifestyle. It's totally different. And so until I really understand that, it's me lecturing them on things that they should or should not do is, I don't know. It just seems disingenuous.
0: No, I get it. I have a saying, um, don't should on me. I hate when people tell me I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Don't should on me, people. I
1: love that. That's a really good one. All
0: right. Let's uh, go one more topic and then launch right into fill in the blank. So last week on this fine titanium level broadcast, we talked about how Oklahoma had banned Mm -hmm. the use of promotional products within the government situation, right? Right. So PPAI responded to that. Um, Paul Bellantone authored a letter, and it was – nothing short of fantastic. You know, I am a big fan of Paul. Paul's a good friend. He's a good friend of yours as well. And so, you know, I wanted to give him a a shout out because I I wanted to say, I wanted to share just a portion of the letter that he sent to the governor of Oklahoma. Promotional products, educate, recruit, highlight safety awareness, urge organ donations and encourage healthy living and lifestyle choices. Promotional products recognize and reward employee achievements and inspire action. Promotional products are used to celebrate milestones, sign legislation, and reinforce life-saving messages. Promotional products are the most cost-effective method to communicate important messages to Oklahomans. And I love that. I mean, what a great way to succinctly crystallize the good that our industry does uh, for for people. And what's interesting is that the governor of Oklahoma has had some pushback from some of her own state legislators.
1: Yeah, I was surprised Um, by that,
0: too. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. So uh, Senator Kate Floyd said, hey, if a stress ball has a suicide or drug hotline number or something on it that they may need and need quickly, you want them to have access to it. Yeah. So we, we need to understand, this is what she said, we need to understand sometimes there's more value beneath the surface. And that's where I think we as promotional products advocates, whether you're on the supplier side or distributor side or on the service provider side, quite frankly, we have a responsibility to educate people about the use of promotional products. Hey, it's more than just a fun little squeezy ball. Yeah.
1: No, it's, and I'll tell you what, I actually uh, was reading into that too. And I, it's funny, one of the things I love about this, Bill, is you educate me on this podcast. So many times you'll bring me uh, topics that I had not heard about. And this was, essentially, I hadn't heard about it yet when you brought it to my attention. And so I dug into it and I was really excited, quite frankly, to hear that, um, you know, essentially someone from outside of the industry was saying, hey, <laughs> it's not, as we like to call it here, it's, it's a lazy opinion. It's right. just one that you come up with and it's say, easy. Hey, yeah, it's an easy, lazy, low hanging fruit kind of piece. And then when you actually look into it, you're like, Oh, so that's not true. Okay. So it was cool to hear that from outside the industry.
0: Well, I, I for one, at this point in time would really like to, um, go ahead and endorse one Bobby Leahy for governor of Oklahoma. <laughs> I love So it. <laughs> I'm not sure he's actually launched his official campaign yet, but here at unscripted, we do support Bobby Leahy's candidacy for the governor of Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm Kirby Hosman, and I approve this message. I love that. All right, Kirby, <laughs> let's go ahead and launch right into fill in the blank. Now, last week I said it was our last time as uh, with Smart A- Aim Smart EQP as our sponsor. I was wrong. Woo-hoo! They came back for more, which I love. So, yes. Kirby, are you ready to upgrade your EQP? Of course you are. Join the Aim Smart EQP community today, and you're going to get that end quantity pricing from more than 100 of the industry's top suppliers. You're going to get quality connections with many of the brightest minds in the industry and cutting-edge training to help you grow your sales and your profits fast. So, you know, this really is a no-brainer for a lot of distributors out there. So go to smarteqp.com, and when you register, enter the word unscripted in the box that says, Who referred you to AIM Smart EQP? And when you do that, you're going to get online access immediately to the complete top secrets of promotional product sales training program by the one and only good time player man, David Blaze industry legend david yes. blaze right yes
1: absolutely and
0: that's an over 250 dollar your uh value you're gonna get that absolutely free absolutely nice. free so go ahead and get the details now at aim smart eqp go to smart EQP.com and get those details kirby let's fill in the blank damn it let's do it go ahead okay so i know you're a big uh you enjoy food and
1: making different uh food and stuff like that and so it occurs to me uh, that you make a you have a tradition now it's been a year or two so the feeling of trying your first taste of homemade eggnog is
0: damn near orgasmic <laughs> that's pretty I, good <laughs> i will tell you i will tell you that is it is a tradition i've done it for about three or four years now okay and really really enjoy it on the surface it sounds horrifically disgusting <laughs> you uh, it you, you make it Two, three, four months in advance. I made this year's batch right around September seventh or eighth. Okay, and I made a double batch this year, and I it see. is delicious. It is boozy, Nutricious? and it is it is no, no, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give you the basic recipe. It's it's twelve egg yolks, a pound of sugar, a a cup of dark rum, a cup of bourbon, and a cup of cognac. Mm-hmm. And it is a pint of heavy cream, a pint of half and half and a pint of whole milk and a little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of salt. You mix that together and then you put those into glass jars and you just sit them in the back of your refrigerator and they age for however long you want them to age. And it mellows out the longer it ages and it is nothing short of fantastic. In fact, I had a tasting last night as I was finishing up a little work. And nice. it was, it ended up being my dinner, Kirby. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I love think it. the caloric intake of the eggnog last night was uh, a dinner enough for me. I love it. That's pretty so, cool. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Kirby. Speaking at the Imagine Brands National Sales Meeting was... Inspiring. Um, so it's funny. That was actually part of one of my
1: alternate topics today. It was, you know, what it was is... Every single time I get the opportunity to get in a room with smart, energetic, you know, kind of just inspiring people, it it lifts you up. Right. And I got an opportunity to speak there. And so hopefully I provided a little bit of value in that. But man, you get in a room like that, and it kind of reminds you why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it is that, you know, I wrote a blog post about the five people you surround yourself really do have an effect on you. Absolutely. And it, man, that was the lesson I took away from it was like, man, I need to get around. It's one of the reasons I think Vegas is awesome, right? Yeah. Because you get together and you're like, oh, okay. So many times we get myopic and we feel like we're on an island. And getting in a room with people like that was it was inspiring. So it was yeah. really cool.
0: No, and it's a great group. I had the opportunity to speak at the two thousand sixteen National Sales Meeting at yes. Imagine Brands and had the same experience you did. Now at some point we're gonna have to figure out who did it better. And I don't know how to do that. We'll have to figure that out though, but I heard rave Rave reviews oh, from uh, people like Amanda Delaney and Kelsey Cunningham and Dana Zezzo All he told, uh, from what I heard, you knocked out of the park, and I had no doubt you would. So that's fantastic. Thanks, brother. I Your turn. It. Go. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, other than unscripted, the podcast that you enjoy on a regular basis, inside or outside of the industry,
0: is. Pardon the interruption from e- nice. ESPN. Okay. Yeah, cool. I don't. I don't watch. That So I have a very strange, you know, this is where we start sharing a little bit of ourselves, right? So I, a lot of people use the TV to go to bed. Like they'll need the TV Mm -hmm. on to have a little noise in the background to go to bed. I've never been that way since I was in college. I would listen to talk radio as I was going to sleep. Okay. And I'll have one earbud in my ear and I would listen to talk radio and it just lull me right to sleep. And so... I now I have a sleeping iPod. That's right. I have an iPod specifically that I sleep with, (laughs) like my little blankie, and I have an earbud plugged into it, and I listen to. Pardon the interruption as I drift off to sleep, and I usually don't make it more than six or eight minutes in. Yeah, Um, but I do enjoy. That's the one I listen to on a regular basis, and you know sometimes I'll want to go to sleep, but they're talking about something interesting. I was like. Uh, Tony Kornheiser and and, and his takes and Mike Wilbon and his takes. So that's the one I'd say I listen to the most Um, from a business podcast. John Lee Dumas. Uh, Obviously that's a great one.
1: Yeah, it is. Entrepreneur on fire. That's a good one. On fire. Love it.
0: All right, Kirby. Yep. A couple weeks ago, we did your least favorite Christmas song. I'm going to go with the very obvious low hanging fruit. What is your favorite? Your favorite Christmas song is.
1: Um, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. No, it is not.
0: You're a liar, and you're trying to draw me offside, sir, and I'm not going to allow it to happen. Not believe, on this podcast.
1: I believe it's already
0: happened. No, sir. No. Um.
1: Okay, so my favorite, Silent Night. Silent Night is uh, one that I think, you know, it's one of those that you listen to on Christmas Eve. Right. I just had the opportunity to speak at an event here in Coshocton, and that's sort of how they – ended it where everybody's lighting their candles silent night so yeah i would say that when i hear that i know it is truly the christmas season awesome
0: love it go ahead okay
1: um your favorite
0: breakfast food is eggs there is nothing eggs can do that is wrong i love (laughs) the egg every day so every sunday i hard boil a dozen eggs And I do it for. I have a very strict way I do it because I actually like the yolks a little runny, so they're technically soft boiled. Okay. Um, And I have two of those every morning. Nice. Okay. And I eat them them throughout the week. It's it's a way that I can stay eat somewhat healthy. Yeah, protein. Um, and I really just I love eggs. I cannot. I could have eggs every meal of the day and be pretty happy about it. Nice. Okay. Cool. Very versatile those eggs. Yes, I agree. By the way. All right, Kirby. The perfect temperature for sleeping is
1: <laughs> um I would say 73, 74. Wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so it's and you and I've talked about this before. I am a person who does not enjoy being cold in any shape of the 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 way. I just don't enjoy being uh, cold in my house. It's so you'll get a kick out of this. So literally, like uh, half an hour ago, um, walked out and it was kind of chilly upstairs here in the office. So uh, I just increased the uh, temperature here in my office as well. I
0: I don't like being cold, man. So. Well, you don't. And funny <laughs> aside, so a couple years ago, Kirby and I were both staying at the Luxor during Expo, and I, I can't remember. I had to go to your room to get something. Maybe it was to get drop off something. Oh, yeah. I know what it was. It was to pick up Common Skew product, uh, yeah. uh, the swag bag from Common Skew from SkewCon. Yeah. And I walk in your room, and I have never walked into a hotel room that was hotter than that one. It was it was hotter than any sauna I've ever been in. <laughs> And I imagine that if you are not a very nice person, that's what your first steps in hell feel like. <laughs> and I said, man, is your air conditioner broken? This is brutal. And you're like, oh no, man. It feels great in here. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> yep. And, and what, what's really interesting with hotel rooms is I, like probably 95 to 98% of the time, I don't mess with the temperature at all in, this, in a hotel room. I just go in and whatever it is, it is. And I just don't mess with it. But mm. if I do, it's to turn it up.
0: Man, you're a freak. The first thing I do when I get into a hotel room before I even turn on the lights is uh, is, is uh, locate the thermostat and turn that sucker down as low as possible. Because yeah. the perfect sleeping temperature is 62, sir. Oh, wow. That sounds awful. All right, go ahead.
1: Okay, so back to the promo world. Yes. Day to day, the yes. promotional item that you can't live without is, I think I know the answer to this, by the way.
0: I don't think you do. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a double-walled vacuum-sealed tumbler. Okay. I like that. And the reason is, I I, I, I bet you thought I was going to say Power Bank. That is exactly what I uh, thought you were going to say. No. If I'm traveling, Power Bank. If I'm at home, it's, I've got a nice, this is not a commercial for anybody, but I've got a nice 30-ounce Viking tumbler from the good people at Imagine Brands that has the promo corner logo emblazoned blazing upon yes it and it keeps my my water cold because i drink water throughout the day that's really all i drink and i drink throughout the work day and it keeps it cold i can walk away for four or five hours and there's still ice in it it's fantastic so i i would say the double walled steel tumbler vacuum sealed situation from people (laughs) i love it okay i dig it one more all right we have one more question and then we're done okay so one more your least favorite apparel decoration is
1: my least favorite apparel decoration is um, I would probably say the heat seal um, and and just to be clear like I don't have really any bad feelings for it but I think traditionally we go with the embroider or the, or the uh, screen print uh, mm-hmm. I lasers great on the right piece like one of the challenges laser always sounds cool but then you put it on a certain piece of apparel and you're like it's not there at all um but on the right piece of apparel it's amazing um so i guess i'd go heat seal on that one not again i don't know that i really hate heat seal or anything like that but that's probably my least favorite
0: no that's that's a good answer because you know what it was your answer kirby (laughs) i appreciate that and you know what the answer is for a lot of promotional products distributors and suppliers what's that it's using the common sku platform. We've talked about it. They are great friends of the show and they're run by good people. And yes. if you are a distributor or a supplier and you really want to learn how to engage at a really high level online and save yourself a lot of mo- a little bit of money and a lot of headache. Go ahead and head over to commonskew.com slash unscripted. There's a free trial there. You won't be sorry you did. They're great people. They'll answer any question you have, and they will get you going on the right path so that you can collaborate with every supplier, every distributor on their platform, and there's really not a better way to build your business in the promotional products industry.
1: No, I totally agree, and here's the thing, guys. I mean, they're a sponsor of this program, but I am a user of the product, too. I I think sometimes, um, you know, that's... From my perspective, that's more of an endorsement than anything because they get money from me every every month in a good way. Um, and uh, Common Skew is something that we we use and appreciate
0: every month. Absolutely. So Kirby, as always, thank you for taking the time to do this podcast, and we wish everybody a great weekend. And we'll talk to you next week.